This is the tale of Samoa's Batgirl, Princess Leotongi Tsupatea. It's important to note that there are many variations of this legend, and we've taken elements of many versions to create the story we've brought to you today. Polynesian mythology has been passed down as oral tradition and has hardly been written down. However, many of these characters' lineage can be traced to living people today. Therefore, I must acknowledge that this recounting isn't to further fuel hostilities between Samoan and Tongan communities today, but rather share a piece of our culture with the rest of the world. Hello, little one. Are you hurt? Leave that disgusting bat alone. King Tuithunga doesn't need his wife to die from a disgusting animal such as that. Let it die. Samuel Princess Leotongi Tupatea was the daughter of Polio Fatsaole Tangaloa and sister to High Chief of Savai, Taulupo'o. She was married off to be the second wife of the Tongan king, King Tuitonga Mania. Their marriage was arranged between the feuding islands of Tonga and Samoa in hopes of creating some peace amongst the neighboring islands. For decades, the islands were at war. The marriage was a mere band-aid on a nearly severed relationship. Chief Daulupo'o was a different man. He was known as cruel and calculated, but he had a special relationship with the Be'a, or bats of Samoa, and could command them with his scepter. He was not ready to send his sister to enemy land without protection, so before she left, the chief bestowed upon his sister his magic scepter. With this scepter came the instructions to snap it in half and throw it in the ocean if she were to ever be in danger. When the pieces hit the water, the ocean will signal to her brother that she is in need and she'll receive aid accordingly. The princess hoped she would never have to use it, but it still never left her side. Look, he's hurt. If he bites you, you'll go crazy from its evil spirits, and that means I'll be in trouble. Leave it alone, you foolish girl. The princess felt unwelcomed in Tonga. When she was betrothed to King Tuitonga, the two islands expected they would have a child, a child that would represent unity amongst them. But Princess Leotongi Tupatea had troubles conceiving, and because of this, she was shamed by the people. They claimed Samoa had sent them a defective gift, or perhaps it was a sign that the relationship between the islands was never to be repaired. Here, my little one, eat up. I saved you the best fruits on the island. These should get you feeling better in no time. The princess cradled the little bat close to her heart. She loved the little creature like her own, but she feared what was to come. She knew she couldn't hold on to him for much longer, for, like her, he belonged elsewhere. He was a bat, after all. He couldn't live in a hut forever. One day you'll be well enough to go back to your family. I know, I know. I've spoiled you rotten, but don't you worry. You'll do just fine out there. All the other bats will be begging to be your friend. Leotongi felt alienated by the villagers but she ignored the rumors because of the joy she got when tending to the winged creature every night. It seemed that he was regaining his strength, 
and Liu Congyi knew that could only mean one thing. She decided she would sit under the moonlight with him one last time. It looks like you're all healed, my little one. I'm afraid it's time for you to be free. I can't hold you here forever. The princess held back her tears as she placed the bat onto a nearby rock. Be free, my little one! The bat hesitated for a bit, but she urged him again. Go on, now! Go meet your family! I bet they miss you! The little bat opened his once broken wings and took off. Liu Tongyi let her tears flow freely as she watched her only friend fly home, wishing that she could spread her wings and fly home as well. The next morning, the princess was summoned by King Tsuitonga's first wife, the queen, to tend to her daily duties. The queen, unlike the princess, had no troubles conceiving. In fact, she bore an heir to the throne, a son, and commanded that Liu Tongyi care for him. Unfortunately for Liu Tongyi, he was not the easiest baby. He cried day in and day out, causing the queen great grief. Take the boy at once! I can't think what this caused to crying! The queen and the princess did not have a good relationship. Because Liu Tongyi was unable to have children, she was cast aside by the kingdom. Her role now was nothing more than a servant to the queen. A queen who wasn't thrilled at the idea of her husband marrying not just another woman, but a woman from Samoa. She truly disliked the Samoan princess and made sure to remind the princess that she will always be a princess and never a queen. One night, she sat under the moonlight alone, twiddling with the scepter given to her by her brother, when she felt a sudden breeze. She looked to the sky to see none other than her little flying fox, except this time, he was not alone. An entire swarm of bats surrounded her, and she was delighted. <laughs> My little one, I see you brought company. I think I'm gonna need more papaya. From then on, Every night, she would meet the bats on the shore so she could sing to them and feed them pieces of fruit. The villagers gossiped as she filled baskets and baskets of fruit every day, wondering what she was doing with all of it. Shh, take him already! The queen shoved the crying child into Liu Tongyi's arms. Sleep still covered her eyes as she was jolted upright. Liu Tongyi had a long night with her bats, and she was very tired. She felt as if she had just got to bed, but the queen didn't care. It was time for them to go bathe. You fool! This is why God has not allowed you to be a mother. You have no motherly instinct in your body. Be gone! This completely enraged the Samwen princess. Before long, she was engulfed by her fury. How could she speak to me like that? After all that I have done, all that I have sacrificed, I am Princess Lautongi Tuputea, daughter of Muliana Lafa, and sister to Chief Zhao Lupo. Oh, I command respect. Overcome with fury, Lautongi took the comb and snapped it in half. She shoved the jagged handle into the crying baby's skull, then looked on in horror at her own actions. 
She didn't know she was capable of such evil. You monster! The queen fell to her knees in grief. Within seconds, the princess had destroyed the life she had created. The agony in the queen's cries could be felt across the ocean. Liltongi fled, but the queen ran after her, screaming in pain. Villagers gathered to see the commotion. Stop her! She murdered my boy! The king felt the cries of his wife. When he finally reached her and realized what Liltongi had done, the knowledge that it was he who brought such evil to his kingdom shook him to his core. The villagers were vigilant. They gathered together immediately to find and capture the princess. Liltongi knew she didn't stand a chance with all Tonga after her, so she followed her brother's instructions and she snapped the scepter in half. She then tossed the broken pieces into the ocean and prayed they would act as her beacon. By my own foolishness, I believe that I, I was different from my father's before me. I thought I could bring our people together in harmony, but you, you have shown the will of the gods! You must pay for what you have done to our people. And I hereby sentence this heathen to death by fire! What about the sins of your people? I gave my life to be here with you all, only to be cast aside as a foreigner to my own husband. Silence! You are no wife to me! You are nothing more than a filthy murderer! They looked up to find a swarm of bats, each of them urinating. The children of the village covered their noses and laughed as the flames were extinguished. The king stood in awe at the unscathed princess. How could this be? The king and queen could not fathom what vile forces were protecting the wicked princess. The princess taunts the grieving parents, saying, Or in other words, we meet at the crossroads of life. Banish her this instant! Look at the curse she is bringing upon our people! If evil won't allow her to burn, then we shall send her to the island of Nutufua, where the mischievous spirit Lossi will extinguish her. <laughs> His servants dragged her to the boat, where they set sail for the nearby desolate island erected by lava. It was said that the island was so barren and infertile that it was unable to even grow weeds. Fear-stricken, the men quickly sailed towards her new home. Once ashore, they hurled the princess off the boat and swiftly set sail back for Tonga, thinking this was the end for Princess Liltongi to Watea. A couple weeks later, the royal handler paddled his way to the desolate island on behalf of King Tuitonga. 
he was instructed to collect the young girl's body as a symbol to the people that her wickedness was not to survive. However, this did not seem like the same island Liltongi was fated to die on. He was so dismayed by the sight of the once barren land that he thought he had sailed the wrong way. The island was taken by new growth. How, how can this be? <laughs> Liltongi laughed menacingly. A shadow casted from above as she pointed up at the sky. It was the colony of bats again, and they dropped fruits generously at their feet. The handler, overcome by fear, stumbled back towards the boat. The sound of Liotongi sweetly singing songs of Samoa to her bats echoed across the island. With the help of her new chosen family, the princess was invincible and cemented her place in Samoan history as the goddess of bats, or as I like to call her, Princess Liotongi Tupatea, the original Batgirl. <laughs>